favourite day and time for That's What She Said. Thank you to Sportsbet. And it's been a crazy weekend of sport. The A-League was hectic. Champions League final is upon us. The NBA semis and we had people climbing the post in the AFL. And our Joe, our girl Joe and the Vixens, you're top of the ladder. Woo! I'm your host, Georgie Parker, <laughs> and I'm joined by my incredibly talented co-host, Mel Bubs Barbieri and Joe Weston. Hello. Hello. <laughs> you love so too. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> Mother's Day yesterday, how was it? It was great. I got breakfast in bed, a um, little bit doughy on the pancake side, but um, a very spoiled <laughs> morning. <laughs> yeah, the pancake was doughy. Did like, you get it that just back to Holly? No, I didn't know. Oh. It was my own business and probably we'll find out now on the podcast if they <laughs> listen. But, yeah, no, got very, very spoiled and then Holly got very upset because she doesn't get any presents. And <laughs> why do mothers and dad? Why do mums and dads get uh, a Mother's Day for that? I'm like, oh, okay, like, every day is your day. Let me have this one. And I had to complain two years ago because I got told that he's not my mother. So why would he bother doing Mother's Day? And I was like, radio. Here's a lesson. Did you do anything, Jojo? Uh, I did. I went out for lunch with did my you, mother, Trish. And you paid for her? Um, I did. I was <laughs> tempted to ask her whether she wanted to split the bill with me, given that I am a dog mother. So it is also <laughs> my day, as it is. It's my day, um, Your day too. Uh, but, no, I did pay for lunch and I um, gave her a big hug. And then I shouted out, I love you, in the middle of a very busy street um, in Melbourne, which I think she hated. that's always embarrassing no I um was meant to see my mum on Mother's Day but I went to the airport on Saturday night to catch the flight back the red eye back from Perth to Melbourne and I got to the airport and um looked in the back seat of the car and my (laughs) suitcase wasn't in it so I actually rocked up the airport how does that happen it's actually quite funny it's actually the second time I've done that gone to the airport gone to the airport without my bag you Twice. leave the like is it there and you just walk straight past it? Well, this time or this time was just a bit of a miscommunication. We put it in one car and we went in the other. <laughs> so that was that was the problem there. Get to the airport and I was thought Jake was just having a bit of a joke. I'm like, oh, where's my bag? <laughs> Nope, don't have it. Had to book a new flight. But when I did it the last time, you'd think that you would only do this once in your life, if ever. Uh, Last time I did it, I actually was my first trip away with Collingwood and (laughs) I get to the airport and anyone who knows me knows that I cut time very fine. So I'm somewhere, you know this. You're a woman after (laughs) my own heart. Efficient. To yeah. the second. I'm, yes. ne- I'm rarely late, but I'm there very stressed and right on time. Why be early when you be stressed and right on time? So and <laughs> I got to the airport and I got there 20 minutes. This is last year when I, I did it going to Brisbane. And I got to the airport 20 minutes early and I'm like, I'm a new woman. <laughs> Look at me I go. Am, I'm here early, 20 minutes. And I get there and <laughs> I look in the back and I'm like, I don't remember putting my bag in. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, my God, maybe I put it in the boot. But I definitely didn't put it in the boot. I knew I didn't. Looked and I was like, oh, God, <laughs> new year, new me, wasn't new me at all, just did something completely worse rather than being late. And so I ring up our team manager and I'm like, hey, Matt, um, you actually don't know this about me, but I'm fucking useless <laughs> and I've left my bag at home. He's like, are you serious? Can like, you go get it? Did I you go, He's like, well, I had to because I had all my boots. I had like everything I needed oh. in it. But you couldn't just get someone else on no, the way? my sister was in America. Oh. I had the only keys to the house. I was like, okay, this is really annoying. So I had to go back and get it. And what was really funny about that was 
before I realised I left my bag at home, I left the house, was like, oh, forgot my jumper, better go back and get it. <laughs> Went home. Walk past your bag. Walk past my bag because I put it by the front door so I wouldn't forget it. Walk past my bag, there's my jumper, go back, go into the car, get to the airport. <laughs> and so then I'm, he's like, well, you have to go get it. So there's I went no back, time. there's no other way to do it, drive back to Caulfield to go get my bag. And then on my way back I was like, I'll just hurry up, I'll go there, get it, because I was 20 minutes early, I had a little bit more time up my sleeve. And I ring him, I'm like, oh, am I going to miss the flight? He's like, yeah, 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 you're going to miss it. It's all right, you'll just go on the next one, it's an hour later, it's no no problem. Okay, great, get a call back five minutes later. Oh, George, the plane's been delayed, so you'll be with us. And um, I've got an emergency exit row. So, oh, guys. Good things no, happen. Thank you. Good that, things happen that's to good, a good people. Point. That's a good vibe. It I is. can't believe you forgot your bag. I honestly would forget my own head if it wasn't attached. A couple of years ago we were going to South Africa for the first time and obviously some people sort of, I mean, DFAT sort of puts out the warning saying it's a dangerous place. So I've been, you know, very um, specific with my like travel wallet and my money and separating my cash in various locations. We get to <laughs> Perth. All is going well. We're about to board the international flight to take us to Johannesburg and I get paged and we're all standing in like a group of the Australian squad mm, and everyone's God. like, oh, you're about to be upgraded. They're like, can Joanna Weston please come to the service desk? Good and airport I was like, oh, voice. great. So I saunter up there, you know, sort of, and they're like, um, yes, is this your travel wallet? We found it in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I'd left my wallet with my passport, all of the cash and pretty much every other thing of my like worldly possessions in the toilet, how, just sitting on top of you know how they've got the little yeah. benches. It's a it's a deadly it's a deadly shelf. Don't ever put <laughs> don't ever put your shit on the shelf in the toilet. Don't put it on the the toilet roll thing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> you want that shit to fall in the toilet before you want to leave it anywhere. I have left that. I have miraculously come back a hundred times and found my stuff just sitting there, not having been touched. Like it's been. Like on numerous occasions, now I know that, it, that I would rather that fall in the toilet than me well, leave it on the toilet roll. Well, then you know where it is. Yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I, I'm good with the old passport, but it always comes back. It's a little bit of a boomerang passport. Yeah, I think if you're a good person, person right? Good things happen to good people. Yep. I uh, left my wallet on our way to Com Games, left my wallet in the plane, got one of the boys were coming a couple of days later, so they picked it up and brought it to me. And then on my way home from that trip, I left my passport in um, oh, some Bordeaux in France and I was like stressed in Paris when I was trying to board the Eurostar and my best mate Flano goes to me, oh, your passport, oh, I saw it under the bed this morning. I already picked it up. And, no, she didn't pick it up. She oh. left it. I got stuck in Paris for three days. But it always came back. I got it back. No, I got, I got pickpocketed in China and I had, because we were with the Australian team yeah. and it was the World Cup, they they absolutely went to town. I had about 30 officers in this room and they handed over my wallet, everything. I got You got it back. I got everything back. They yeah, they done that. CCTV and oh it was Okay. I just thought I just I don't know, but I just wanted my cards back. <laughs> but this, this is great. Good like, things happen to good people. I know, I knew. Being but. pickpocketed is no fault of your own, though. Georgie and I are clearly just spuds. <laughs> you're well, no, it I'm was. Like, 
They just do. It just comes back. It's like a boomerang. It boomerang. really does. Boomerang. The worst one I've had was we were in Auckland and I think I had actually just walked 10 metres out of the hotel and I had like a little card holder with like my credit card and my driver's licence and I'd lost it. It had like fallen out of my pocket. Like I'd made it. <laughs> that quickly. I made it. 10 minutes. Ten, not even 10 minutes, 10 metres. Like it was in the space of like one alleyway. I was like, oh, God, I, I need could, to go home. I could talk for hours about airports. Airport, like things like this happening, um, airport etiquette. I'm very passionate about airport etiquette. Yes, we see on Twitter a lot that oh, you're well, very passionate. I'm actually um, qualified in it. So <laughs> I've got a degree. It's, it's more OCD there, isn't it? <laughs> no, but on my way to Perth the other day, I, I've been there a week and – I had late flight, like leaving at like 11 or something, getting in at 1.30, right? And so it's sort of an annoying flight time. Everyone's a little bit angsty anyway. But I had – I got in the seat and I was in the window, always sit in the window, and – because you either want to sit in middle or aisle, correct? No one wants to sit in the middle. Oh, no, the no. Mid- no. Middle people are crazy. People who want to sit in the middle are crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so I sit in the window and I see the doors get closed and there was a lady next to me, which I thought was fine, but then the doors were closed and I'm like, oh. Sick. We've got a spare seat next to us. Can have one and a half seats each. She sat in the middle seat the entire four and a half hour flight. And didn't move. Didn't move. Didn't look to you and say, No. Why didn't you look at her and go, Hey, I I don't like confrontation. No. (laughs) She said, Hey. That's a great seat over there. (laughs) But she sat there the entire flight. And what I think really made me mad, she didn't even spread out. She sat bolt upright. The like enti- she did, yeah, she didn't move her right no, leg over. No, she just <laughs> sat upright the entire flight as if there was someone sitting next to her. She's crazy, man. Georgie, no, she's crazy. That's that, bad etiquette, though. No, that's her invisible friend. Don't be so mean. <laughs> but I don't understand is I, I do understand actually my husband would not sit in the aisle seat if you could, if yeah, if you paid him because he's a larger Getting built. knocked. Oh, yeah, you get knocked. He, he gets knocked by the, the trolley more often than not. So mate, was she a large, broad-shouldered lady? <laughs> no, no, she wasn't. I mean, she wasn't small, but she wasn't. Yeah, maybe that's what she was thinking. She's like, nah. Actually, if you, you should have do you want to play, do you want to sit in the aisle and I'll go, uh, do you want to sit in the window seat and I'll sit in the aisle? Oh, no, I'll always take the window. Yeah, she yeah. wanted the little I the nap lean. spot. Yeah, you know, I want to lean. Spot, but then, uh, yeah, well. It's your own fault then. Uh, anyway, well, look, <laughs> we might have a segment of airport etiquette. because On I, its own. <laughs> we can know that the every line, week. The yellow line, it's always a big one for me. Oh. Don't creep to the carousel. People. Don't creep the carousel. Oh, like, what yellow line? The yellow at line the with the, at the carousel. So no, the people I, just, can... I stand right next to the carousel. Yeah, yeah you're one of them. No, you don't. You don't. are one of those. Okay. I do get really annoyed <laughs> um, to, if they put you. a <laughs> priority tag on my bag and it doesn't come out in the first <laughs> lot. It's redundant. <laughs> Don't put a tag on it if it's not going to be priority because I'm so important. <laughs> there's member. so many people who, once you go through the baggage, like the scanner, um, like security yeah. scanner, yeah. and then don't move forward with their stuff, mm. so stands right there putting their belt and their boots back on. Yeah, oh. like shuffle down. Anyway, okay, we maybe should get <laughs> on to what we actually are paid to talk about. Um, <laughs> Why? This is so much more fun. <laughs> people love this. Um, well, Joe, I watched – the A-League, after watching a very hectic Essendon versus Swans game, mm. we'll get to that in a bit, but the A-League, oh, my goodness. Yes. That was hectic. I was excited. I was out Look of my at seat. You. I was watching that with some absolute footy nuffies and even they were excited. It was, <laughs> it was a very good, this is very exciting game. If, if, if football was on, my football, mm. if football was on at a, at a regular hour 
we would have so many more supporters in Australia. Mm. It would be the number one sport. I'm telling you now that if we had primetime TV live, for example, the Champions League that just finished, the semifinals, just absolutely chaotic results. If that was on prime time, we would have exactly what happened to you and your nufty footy mates. You would have 100 more... 100% more um, footy fans. Yeah. It was, it, Our did, code. Well, the fact that it was 2-0, oh, win, 2-1, 2 all, extra time, 3-2, three 3 all, penalties, extra golden goal penalties. The <laughs> goalie took a penalty. Yeah. He saved a goal <laughs> and then he goes and takes a penalty. Yeah. Liam Reddy. He was very excited. But very the thing excited. is, like, if you, if you don't know football, see, when it goes to 2-0 for us, we know dangerous scoreline. As soon as they get to 2-1, we're like, yep, this is it. They're going to come back. They're going to come back. So we kind of know. But but for you, for a newbie, you're like, oh, my gosh, they come back. And then and then they go down 3-2. And then they come back again. And it's 3-all. No, because I'm from hockey. So hockey's similar scoring lines to footy. Uh, footy. To football. Football. Um, sometimes to AFLW scores maybe. Um, <laughs> but, we won't uh, go there. <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, I was just more excited by the... The goalkeeper thing? Do you get to take penalties? Yeah, so usually a goalkeeper is one of the best penalty takers because we know how to faint, we know how to, Ah. like, psych them out. So, but the best thing about Liam Reddy's save is the fact that he actually pegs one back for them. So they're down, he saves one, and then immediately grabs the ball, stands up. Now that is mental toughness mm-hmm. like to because there's already pressure on your shoulders because yeah. what are you doing get back in the goals like a lot of coaches won't even let goalkeepers take penalties mm. but always know that the better ones actually are the better penalty takers well you'd be taking kicks from a stationary ball more than more many. often than yep. not and we know how to f- fake or we know how yeah. to send the wrong signals to send them the wrong way but Liam Reddy has literally grabbed the team and turned it around for the whole like and then he sco- he saved four penalties, scored one, and Izzo, you have he's had the game of his life in penalties wise, three saves, and loses. And like, uh, but was it a massive fail on those strikers? Like, I just yes. feel like they were toe pokey sort of kicks. It was very low. There was no um, brave bravery by these guys. They well, were just- they try and they they try and psych out the goalkeeper, but they end up being so well, nervous, mm. they send them the right way. Mm. And then the, the the weirdest part is that Castro and Isaias are the two misses of the penalties initially. They're both captains of their squads. Yeah. They are the resolute. They are the most paid. They are players of the year and they missed. And so once you start to get past five, so the first five are people who put their hand up. Yep. I want to take one. The rest are like the ones that are like, oh, their hand is down mm. at the ground. I do not want to take one. And then they end up having to take one anyway. Mm. And you actually can get to the goalkeeper whether they want to take it or not. So you have to go through the whole 11 if they keep going. You actually going. have to. So you can't reset because in hockey week and then – Pick no. and choose. Okay, so it just literally has. You can't take two. Yeah, and you can't. And there's no deliberation with the coaches. So oh the God. people, when you're in the middle, <laughs> once you're in the middle, and you get past that first five that the coach has, 
it's then who wants to take one? You take one. You walk up. It's a lucky up. dip. It is Put a lucky dip. Put your hand in and pull out your number. Yeah, and whoever's confident goes first. They're very stressful. Nothing actually prepares you for having to take a penalty. I no. mean, I used to take them in hockey and I remember my one at the World Cup and my legs are shaking, my arms are shaking and you can't show the goalkeeper Nope. That no. you're nervous. No. Yeah. It's, and you uh, have to have a direct plan in your head. Is like, mm. do I smash the shit out of it? Do I coerce the goalkeeper thinking that you're going in a di- like a different way? You have to literally think about it so much that it usually psychs yourself yeah, out. Yeah, I was about to say. And the, the best part about it though about for the strikers who are taking them, none of them skied them. None of them missed the target. The goalkeepers literally had to save yeah. and to even pick the right way, that's a win for a goalkeeper. So yeah. to even go the right way was amazing. So let's talk about Liam Reddy though. He's played for about 18 different teams. He is yep. 37. Wow. He's old as fuck. <laughs> and he's comes out and has a game like that. He's got yep. his kids in the crowd running up and hugging him after. It's pretty yeah. incredible. Yeah, I, it was. it's amazing. Like Only because when you have such a good team player like Liam Reddy, like I'm sure he's done some – off the cuff stuff in, in his time, as all all goalkeepers do. We're a bit wild, <laughs> a bit wild, a bit nasty, bit no idea, weird, weird. We'll get weird. Um, I'm a field player at heart, so it doesn't actually count for me. So okay. I'm talking you're, you're about separate. other goalkeepers. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it, it's been heartwarming because it means so much to him. Like who who knows when he's going to retire? Eugene Galekovic has just retired, so um, it's not far off to think that Liam's going that way but after the season that he's had mm. here how many clean sheets has he's had is really he, he will keep them in the game um, against Sydney uh, and Perth will just need to bag a few and and the final is being is being played at Optus Stadium as opposed to HBF Arena which is their home ground so that they want to get more fans in I guess it's going to have a bigger capacity but that's an FFA thing yeah, so yeah they're not happy about that no. so Tony Stage said you prefer it at the the home ground what do you think do you think there is that home ground advantage that they're going to lose that against Sydney no I think it's it would be better for football if it was a closed an enclosed arena where it's a rectangular stadium. Yep. That's the most important thing. It looks the best on It looks the best on TV. It it has the best atmosphere. If you don't have the the catering of it, you, you've got to just move it to somewhere where it, where it can. Mm. Like if we could just move it to Western Sydney Wanderers' new stadium, <laughs> holy moly, that would be amazing. But then they all need the to per- have- yeah, you want to have that home advantage. Yeah. Because Optus Stadium is 70,000, so – or 70 or 60? 65, 65. I think. With a, it, it's going to grow to 70. FFA. But maybe with yeah. soccer it might be more because they can bring some in. Yeah, they can add more. Down. But I just think that they're not going to get 70,000 no, there, right? like, not not in a in a, um, AFL state. Um, hopefully they get a good crowd. I mean, I was there for the Chelsea-Perth Glory game and it was mm. 50,000 there, which yeah. was really cool. But it's still you don't have that feeling of, like you said, on a rectangular field you have – a massive gap between you and the players and mm. it just doesn't feel right. It's like when they try to have um, wallaby games there and things like it. Just yeah, it's feel just like hard. It's not it, – you want that cauldron feeling, that feeling yeah. of just, wow, this is like super close, super energetic mm. and, you know, you just won't get it at the, at the bigger stadium. So they probably lose that home ground advantage as well because it's not – familiar for them. Um, And it's it's not Melbourne Victory, to be fair. They they sold out Marvel Stadium for their grand final. Yeah. And that was hectic. If you can fill a stadium and bring in the crowd like the – because you can change the shape of Marvel. Yeah. So if you can do that 
and fill the stadium. That was 55,000, I think. Yeah. Um, at that grand final, and, and it was amazing. And Sydney, you're probably tipping them now after their massive win yesterday, or no, what no, do you think? I, I wouldn't say so. Like they were dominant against the the Melbourne victory, but I How think how happy were you about that? Uh, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> they just the thing is they don't they 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 never boast about how the fact that other teams are actually playing quite good against them. They come out like, oh, no, no, we had it in the bag from the beginning. And I'm like, no, you were struggle city for the first 20 minutes of that game. I'll say the opposite for them this time around. They were – Sydney were struggle street for the first 20 minutes. Mm. Melbourne victory were dominating and then Sydney switched it on and and just – I, I did message message Bubs though during the game <laughs> uh, after the fourth or fifth goal. You must be loving this. Bubs. <laughs> yeah. And I had evil laugh. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, 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 uh. Take that victory. That's like yeah. It's just the the crosstown rivalry, really. Like <laughs> I did play for Melbourne Victory. It's like not not that bad a banter, but it's uh, it's just nice when it's like when, <laughs> when the derby is, is is a little bit more sweeter now. It's mm. like me with Essendon. Yeah, <laughs> come off it. <laughs> um, and well, the Bombers were disappointing on Friday night. I was sitting in Adelaide watching that. Thankfully, it was on TV over there. You know, when you go to state, sometimes and the AFL's not on. If you go to Queensland or Sydney, or Sydney yeah. And all the footy shows aren't on or on at one a.m. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, the, the Essendon game was a um, very interesting finish. Did oh. you watch it? I watched it to the end. It was it was disappointing for me as a Bombers fan because we just don't have any targets inside our forward fifty line. So they just decide to continue to kick it to the skies and hope that someone will mark it. Or someone who marks it who can kick a goal. Um, we got Danaher. He didn't play on Friday night. Yeah, but, I mean, you've got a few injuries, but <laughs> yeah. you've got a few liabilities as well. But, I mean. The guy climbing the, the post, post. Rampy, That mm. was, did you see it? He goes, I actually didn't know that that was <laughs> yeah, a rule. Classic, right? I didn't know. Didn't well, know that you couldn't I, shake the goalpost. <laughs> I don't think he was, was he trying to shake it or what was he? No. He, he was just trying he to was, jump up and it just looked the height. He was trying to do a King Kong, like. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler! <laughs> my favourite is though the AFL's like, oh no, no, that's, that's okay, fine. <laughs> they actually didn't want to say that they um, did anything wrong. So now they're going to change the rule, obviously. Surely well, they're they, going to change. They need you're to, not allowed to climb. They the need goalpost. to change the wording of it. Yeah. Well, it should, yeah. in at the moment the wording is so absolute that says if you interfere with the goalpost, it should be a free kick. No, it said if you shake. If you shake, yeah. So it's not interfere, so it's shake. And but it did shake. You are not allowed to shake. But, but that, he didn't intentionally shake it. Yeah. He just wanted to climb it and be in eye line. But it doesn't and say anything about it being an intentional. But they're saying yeah. that because it didn't have any impact as well, so they yeah. need to make it more black and white. But it's just a bizarre thing to even think of doing, really. No, not, not if you're Would a bloke. You know, no. Well, in your ball, you're allowed to... Go, are you allowed to go on each other's shoulders? I swear well, I've seen Well, you could that. if you yeah, wanted to, but you're can. not allowed to touch the goalpost. I, I I, don't know about you, but we always get told as athletes that just read the rule book. It'll make you a 30% better player if you understand. 30% <laughs> all of that. Like, that's, a, that's a lot. If you understand all that's of the lot. rules in terms of what you can and can't do, maybe maybe 30% is high. <laughs> question, question. Where did you get 30% from? Who no, told you that? Not scientifically what's, proven. What's that stat like 90% of all stats made? up yeah. and 10% are wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I used Case to be shit at Nepal. Then I read the rule book. Then I got into the Australian team. I mean, I have the scientific proof you need. <laughs> but, 
I mean, there's so many rules in football now. <laughs> Have you read the rule book of the AFL, front to back? Yes, because it when I was matter. a cross coder, I'm like, I'm actually going to know this. It, and it's very funny because I went to my first training with like just a local club down in Perth and they thought that I was just an absolute like newbie, never played before. And they're like, okay, so you just need to man the mark. Do you know what that means? <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm like, yes, yeah, I know what that one means. I got, just trying to help. I got a yellow card for uh, a I wasn't abusing the ref. I spoke very eloquently <laughs> and I punched a hole in his heart because you're not allowed to tackle from behind. So it doesn't matter if you know the rules are right or not. It's interpretation of the rules exactly. that you yeah. have to know. So one of my girls got tackled from behind and got her leg trapped oh. and could all could have done a knee, right? Yeah. I was ropeable. I said to the referee, if she does a knee, that's on you. <laughs> Got you, yellow. you did not. <laughs> got a yellow because I broke his heart. Uh, because how dare you guilt trip me into the, no? Because he knows I'm right. That's why. Did you get the free? No. And you got a yellow it card. Went out, oh. Well, it went out for a goal kick. Lucky because the girl missed after she nearly snapped my teammate's leg yeah. off. Question: Say you get um, carded as a goalkeeper. Yeah. And. Who I get a red. You say if I get a red card. Oh, red. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess. So Sorry, I get, I get a confused yellow card. with yellows because yellow for hockey's send off. So if you get a red card, yeah, would they have to sub someone else off and pull the second goalie on? Yes. So yeah. if they have to make a sub, or if they don't have any subs left, a field player has to go in goals. God, imagine that. Oh my God, I was backup goalkeeper for my state team back when I was younger. Oh, Is that hockey? Yeah. Wow, yeah. that would be like st- stressful because like there's sticks and yeah. and lots of padding and lots of padding and you and can't see and that yeah. helmet. How do you see out of that helmet? It, it's very difficult. <laughs> and we were in a shootout, and our goalie did a hammy, and <laughs> they just play on. What are you doing? Well, they they, they go to me, Georgie. You got to have to pad up, and my eyes, tears, and head. I was like. I just froze, didn't know what to do, and then the goalie's like, oh, no, no, I'll be fine. Like she was a hero, like saved one with with no hammy and everything, but that would have been I better. Am. Her with one hammy would have been, been better, better than, than you because you were like stuck in frozen mode like, oh. It was, uh, no, it was. Like petrified. I put my hand up for that, but now in the moment <laughs> no. I'm not really feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> I like my face. I really like my face. <laughs> um, but then after that game, so, I mean, Heppel and Myers, so Heppel's captain of Essendon. Mm-hmm, he is. Yeah, and then as soon as the game finished, he went up to the guy kicking the goal, had a massive – well, he had a kick for the, to win the game yeah. after the siren. Um, went up and had a massive laugh. What do, you, do you think that's a good look on the game or <sighs> – like? and I'm not talking like a cheer up, it's okay, it's just a game laugh. Like it looked like a proper smile, happy laugh, like you just won, like the photos that I've seen. It doesn't look good when yeah. you've just lost and you've lost a couple in a row. Um, I don't know, so yeah. Did you think it went in? <laughs> and you've just won against the – you've just lost against the bottom team. Yeah, I'd say he was pro- – I don't know. I would say he was, was probably he laughing about like, oh, like, good effort, mate. Like, or probably like probably should have kicked a torpedo rather than a drop punt from that distance out. Uh, I mean, the photos are taken out of context really when you, you look at them. But yeah. uh, I don't know, I guess – for me personally, I mean, it's an important game, but it's not like a final or anything like that on the line. So if they're... It's a game you have to win, though, when you're playing yeah. against the bottom side. Yeah, but... When al- it's such a close competition. But also it's it's just a game. I'm yeah. aware it's just a it's game. Just a it's game. just a game. Like I know it's just a game. When the whistle blows, that's it. You just 
Got to move on. <laughs> because the pop- <laughs> cliche. I can't imagine. Cliche, 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 cliche. Free kick in front, which it should have been because they shot the post, and he missed that, and then Heppel went up and laughed with him, being like, ha, you shade to that. That was hilarious. I would probably be like, mm, not on. But if they're looking at, he was like 60 metres out yeah. and it was a nearly impossible kick yeah. to like, win the goal. Good, like they'd Good all, try, mate. Like, <laughs> Love your effort. Let's lose again. I don't know. I don't think many of the other Essendon supporters were um, keen. But I didn't, we didn't deserve to win the game anyway, so no. whatever. So whatever. I mean, my other team, the Bulldogs, won, so it doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> um, poking the bear over here. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, from the AFL news, so um, Jordan Ruffhead, one of the oh, I love this. Oh, one of <laughs> so the, funny. It's so funny. One of the greatest players of all time. He'll he'll be a Hall of Famer. Mm. Three premierships, four, four premierships. Um, got dropped from the Hawks. Massive. That was a massive point that Alistair mm. Clarkson was was showing to his teammate to his team. Got dropped. He kicked five on his opponent, and then starts giving his opponent <laughs> some tips. tips. I love it. I love it. I love it. This this is a guy that knows what's important in life. Yeah. He beats cancer. Yeah. Right? He's sitting there and that's what I mean about it's just a game. Yeah. Yeah. He knows exactly it's a game and it's that's going to leave a legacy. Oh, can you imagine this kid going, yeah. and then in the middle of the game, <laughs> Rafa, he just tells me what that's to all do. how young boys talk. Yeah, he's, he's, he's about 13, isn't he's he playing 13. on Ruffy? He's playing on Ruffy. He looks 30. He's tiny. <laughs> he's tiny playing on Ruffy. Like, congratulations. He would have been freaking out the fact that he had to line up against Roughhead, who obviously had a point to prove probably to get back yeah. into the top tier side, and for him just to be. Can you imagine, though? If he wasn't actually talking, I was about to say that. Can you imagine if he just starts he just just, talking shit? He's yeah. talking I'm shit. Just like, look at this nugget over yeah. here. He's a, he's a punter over here. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Worst defender oh, I've ever played that one ever. Like you could play for him. Like, you could play in his position. <laughs> yeah, I actually would have loved to listen to because we actually haven't heard what he said. <laughs> Can we do a bad lip sync? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be hilarious. Out there. Nuggets. <laughs> nuggets. Nuggets. Well, speaking of the Nuggets, my Nuggets just got knocked out in the seventh game. Oh, the... you poor you. I'm well, really sad. You're sour if it's sweet and sour sauce right now. Oh, I really am. <laughs> my, my mighty Nuggets, they lost um, to Portland. So they're mm-hmm. up against the Warriors and um, our our mate in here, good friend of the show, Mick Wall, um, you'll see his face everywhere on Sportsbet. Doesn't mind his face on, on the socials. <laughs> yeah, everything. Um, he thinks it's going to be a clean sweep, 4-0. Mm. What do you guys reckon? Against the Warriors. Bogut still there. Yeah, we watched the second half of their last game against uh, Houston mm-hmm. and they were clinical. Well, only because Steve Curry. Steve Curry. Steve Curry. Steve Curry, the Australian comedian. Steph Curry. Curry turned it on. Left to zero points in the first half. Second half, 33 points. Second ever in the NBA. First second half for a one-half effort. Yeah. Unreal. We have one teammate who supports the Warriors. And I said, oh, Katie, you just jumped on the bad way. She says, no, because she's got a crush. I think it's on Curtis Kurt Thompson. Yeah. And I said, questionable taste. Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. <laughs> Questionable. Still think you jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah, I said, yeah, okay, fair enough. Did you see there was a video during the week and it was Steph Curry and clearly his dad was an NBA great. It's actually Steve Curry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Steve Curry. <laughs> Stephen. Stephen Curry was there with his dad. Stephen. At- <laughs> 
It's just because it's often like you. This is what happens when you try to tell a story and everyone's jumping on you. Now you know how I feel. <laughs> you're a mum. You're used to it. I'm, I'm used to being the centre of attention. Anyway, so Steph Curry, it was a video of him and his dad and you know how Steph's there just throwing threes everywhere in um, the warm-ups and he gives the ball to his dad. His dad's outside the court behind the <laughs> like by the bench just goes <laughs> clunk and he hits a three. <laughs> and the, the, the video said like when you forget your old man was the original. <laughs> yeah, OG. OG. Yeah, no, so that will be interesting. And then, um, of course, we've got Milwaukee, the Bucks coming in on the other mm. side against either the 76ers or um, um, – the Celtics, no, no, Raptors. The Raptors, Raptors are my favorite NBA team and name. I think Raptors. So they're your team? No, the Mavericks are my team. Mavericks, Mavericks. Why? Why are you Mavericks your team? Uh, I don't know. We had sort of a you know family affiliation with Texas, Mel Gibson fan. Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> you just like saying it. <laughs> that too. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that too. That too. Unfortunately, I don't follow the NBA, as you can probably know by my uh, brutally uh, mixing up of people's names. <laughs> of Steve Curry. <laughs> Steve, Steve um, Curry. And Lebron. <laughs> Lebron. <laughs> I love Lebron. From Melbourne Victory. <laughs> Lee Broxham. I mean, Lebron. Um, well, while we, while we have mispronunciation of names. <laughs> oh, yes, please. Can we talk yeah, about that? Uh, on action, we'll talk about it in the tweets of the week. Arasio? Arasio. Actually, Arasio. Fantasio. Uh, no. How do you say it? Fantasia. 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 But we'll, we'll, just, we'll get on that because I've got Fantastic. a tweet about that bad boy. But um, netball, top of the ladder. Oh, yeah. Well, three from three. Three from three. Lots of bonus points too. Yeah, oh, looks two, nine out of nine. Um, yeah. Oh, it's eight. You could only get max of eight. Okay. But, I mean, we could get an extra bonus point just for being like – I nice know. people. I've got the best uniform, so bonus point for that. Bonus <laughs> points for everything, you know. <laughs> you get a bonus point. You get a bonus good, point. Good things happen to good people. Yeah, we went it. to Adelaide on the weekend and we won uh, the game over there mm-hmm. and we're heading to Perth this weekend. I was just thinking maybe I should stay for the A-League final. I mean, if they're playing at Optus Stadium, they probably need all the people to attend yeah, to fill it up. So. That's it. And, and you're playing Fever, Fever, bottom of the ladder. Yes, they are. They're struggling a bit. I know. They made the final last year, but they are a pretty strong team. They have a very tall goal shooter who's she's 198 that's centimeters tall. tall. Yeah. And she's like pretty strong as well. I always laugh. She wouldn't fit in my house. Really? She'd be constantly ducking. Ducking. (laughs) Duck dip dive. But they have their goalkeeper, Courtney, who plays alongside me in the Australian team. She's She's been injured for the last few weeks. So that has sort of made them struggle a little bit defensively. She landed very awkwardly on her arm. But no one really knows. They're keeping it very quiet Ooh. as to when she will be returning. Sneaky. So I mean, we're hoping not this week, but who knows? <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. It's like they always try to hide it, but people find out. That's inside information. Inside, in, what is? Don't tell a betting company that. Yeah, one. that's it. <laughs> we know, we don't. Nobody knows. So um, I wish I had more information to give away, but I don't. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and your netball expert, everybody, Joe Weston. <laughs> she knows nothing except that she won. <laughs> I did watch. Them. And they look the best in their uniform. <laughs> that's it. There were three games on Sunday, and I watched a couple of them. But it was Mother's Day, so I was previously occupied trying to get Mum to split the bill with me over lunch. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least she even saw your mum. I just missed my flight. Right? <laughs> um, and it is my favourite time of the week because Twitter is my favourite social media forum. Yes. Hold on. Can I just go backwards a bit to Mother's Day? I just realised my husband ordered me a freaking vacuum cleaner. 
I'm actually okay with that. Is it a Dyson? It's a Dyson. I know. Eleven, but I'm yeah. like, <laughs> like they're, they're expensive too. So. Yeah, the the turbo head actually. Oh, <laughs> turbo head. <laughs> I'm sure that's what he's after. <laughs> Maybe he wanted it for Sydney, himself so. though. So. <laughs> Tim Kelly from Geelong gave his wife or whatever he's got young kids for Mother's Day and puts it on his social media. Here's your Mother's Day present: some IPL sessions. <laughs> <laughs> and she, and she comes on her Instagram and wrote, thanks, babe, for telling everyone that that's what I've got. I'm not hairy. I just want to try it out. <laughs> Boys are so dumb. So dumb. Just Here are those Botox sessions that you needed, babe. <laughs> here's a light and easy like, yeah, one. Yeah, like here's the penis enlargement kit that I got you for Father's Day. <laughs> Lifetime description for yeah. Viagra. <laughs> what's, what's the um, hair cream stuff? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, good fun, good fun. All right, Sorry. so tweets Sweet of the week. Game. Okay. What what um tweets do you have, ladies? I have one from Dane Swat again. Oh, lucky. I was going to do a Daney one, so <sighs> I reckon that you might have the one I was I just get. love him. He's so funny on Twitter, he said. He's clever than I'm. <laughs> yeah, he's really, he's, you know, he's smarter than we think he is. <laughs> I'd just like to congratulate Collingwood Football Club for the great show of sportsmanship today by letting Carlton stay close all day and making it a good game for the fans watching. Just an amazing club sacrificing the percentage for the good of the game. <laughs> well, that game was very nerve-wracking. For yeah. you as a born-again Collingwood supporter? Yeah, born-again Collingwood. Well, my husband's a Collingwood supporter okay, and enough. I was had him yelling at the TV. But he doesn't get very happy when they lose. So, poor Carlton. It is. It kind of it's does classic. write that narrative, right? Because they were so close <laughs> all day, and then they lost at the final thing. Sounds and you, like you, sounds like my tweet. You can really rely on Carlton to choke. <laughs> really, That's it. you really can. That's it. Capitulation yeah. all over. But yeah. it sounds like yeah. mine because. Liverpool has probably the best record of coming second yeah. in the entire EPL. Yeah. So the best tweet uh, of me for the week was Liverpool in 2018-19. They racked up 97 points, fewest goals conceded. Van Dijk won player of the year. Allison has the most clean sheets. Salah and main joint Premier League top scorers. No points dropped for 70 days. And they didn't win the title. They still come second. <laughs> but big congrats on an epic season. <laughs> great season, boys. Great, great season. season. Great season. <laughs> well, the thing is, because if you don't come first, you just don't come at all, right? No, you don't come at all. That's Not it. first, you're last. You're last. Silver medals are very nice, though. <laughs> no, but seriously, like these guys, they've been – 97 points is enough to win the league in like 108 seasons. It's not that one. But just not this one. They actually <laughs> lost fewer times. They lost fewer times than Man City did. Well, they got oh. more um So Man so City lost four. Yeah. Liverpool only lost one. But it's the draws, but baby. But it's the draws. So Liverpool drew seven times where Man City only drew two and they won You know what they need? 32. Some bonus points. <laughs> they do. <laughs> They need to win their halves. Oh, if they got bonus points for every half one, maybe it would be a different story. Now we got to leave it purely chop, chop games into eights so that we can get more <laughs> more points. But literally, like City win it because their captain scores a bomb in the top corner. He would never score that again in his entire career. He never uh, has first, but he's, everyone was telling him, don't shoot, shoot it. Don't, no, don't shoot. They're all, don't shoot it. And he goes, ah, fuck yes, I'm going to shoot it and sticks at top corner. 
never, never would have it's a scored bit, that. Well, it's a bit like England at the World Cup. They just aren't ever going to win it. Well, yeah, they'll get close enough, but <laughs> just close never. Enough for people to really think that this year, this is going to it's coming home. It's coming home. No, it's going next door, <laughs> and that's as it's close as it's going to get. Channel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're in under the water going by a truck. Maybe England will try, or you try. Know, defeat France again. Poor England. I feel I do feel for those teams like that. It's like Pat from here in sports, but you'll see his face all over social media. He is massive Melbourne supporter, drove oh. across from here, across the Nullarbor <laughs> with um, Hummer of all people. And in a car In together. a car together. And goes and watch demons get absolutely capitulated by West Coast. And then last night he messaged me about something and he's like, sorry, I'm on edge. Um, My heart's going to be inevitably broken by Liverpool tonight. He needs to get new teams. He does. He does. Jump on Collingwood. But, yeah, the the fact of the matter is that even even Brighton, so Matty Ryan's in goals for Brighton, they go one one, one nil up too. So Liverpool actually think, yes, we're going to win and then – City score four, so it ends up four one. <laughs> they literally scored like a minute later, oh. but but for a second, everyone watching <laughs> for that whole sixty seconds. Because everybody who's watching Liverpool, they had another screen set up. screen up because they all played it simultaneous. Yeah, so you you can't shank a win here or there, and they would have been like, yes. Kind of love that though. Well, it's the best part. What's your best tweet of the world. week? My tweet of the week is. It's from Titus O'Reilly, one of my favourite people to follow on Twitter. Question, yes, is that his real name or is I, it like a, a I think know, it's a screen alias. name. I think screen. it's an alias. Pen name. I think so. Do you know what? I might ask him. Nom de plume in um, French. Oh, there we go. Nom de plume. There we go. <laughs> you, you. Like many. Every week you give me something new and exciting, Joe. It's like every um, female writer for the last hundred years. Yeah, like having a, an alias. An alias name of a man name. Of a man name. <laughs> George. <laughs> My name's George. Um, well, mine is Titus O'Reilly. Very clever, very, very funny guy. My type of humour. And he said, I have no problem with, so it's about Orazio Fantasia. Is that how you say it? You would know. Fantasia. Fantasia. Um, and he said, oh, I know that I say his name wrong because that's how he's pronounced in Italian and we're in Australia. Mm. So he pronounces it Fantasia because I would read that as Fantasia. Like Anastasia, the... Yeah, or Fantasia, the, the movie. Movie that, Fantasia. Yeah, you would know that as someone in my era. Do you know the movie Fantasia? Is it? Disney. Anyway. No, no. I do know that. That's what I'm thinking of. Yes. Well, well there you go. Yeah. Anyway, so I'd call it Fantasia, but I'm clearly wrong. And he said, I have no problem with Brian Taylor pronouncing Orazio Fantasia's surname the way he wants to, as I will continue pronouncing Brian's name as, <laughs> how has this guy got a job as a commentator? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, very funny. I, I actually really like Brian as a commentator. I think very he's very, good. very funny. He said oh. in his call um, against the GWS call, he said, um, Tomlinson with the ball, his dad is my dentist. <laughs> 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 And was like, and nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, that no, was the best one. No shit, they don't. You know, the funniest thing during the Essen game was you could hear him. You couldn't hear him, but you could hear the small pause before he went to say the name every time. Like he was like, Fantasia, 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 Fantasia. Fantasia. <laughs> He's already got rid of the ball. <laughs> That's it. It's um, yeah, yeah. You would have a few mispronunciations of your name. What's oh. some of your good ones? Oh, the other day, or uh, my my most favourite because you have what the problem was with there was they had one com- commentator saying it and actually saying no, his name's Fantasia, 
And he's like, no, 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 I'll say it how I want to say it. Mm. When I had one of my games for Olympic qualifiers, one was saying Barbieri, Mm. which is correct, and the other one was saying Barry Berry. (laughs) (laughs) Barry Berry. Barry Berry. Barry Berry. Barry Berry. Barry Berry. My friends have called me Barry Berry to this day. So this is how bad – Nicknames come up, so they call me Barry now. I'm calling you Barry Berry now. That's better. Barry Berry. Yeah, it's easier for you, right? So what? Mel Barry Berry. Yeah. Whatever makes you more comfortable, Georgia. Barry Berry. Stop hitting the table, bubs. That's my Italianness coming out. Barry Berry. Barry Berry. Barry Berry. Barbie Airy. Barry Berry. Barry Berry. Stop it. Don't do this to me now. First you're calling me Mel. Now you're calling me Barry Berry. Melody Barry Belly. Barry Belly. That's the worst one. Like when the L's come out, I'm like, where is this L coming from? Barry Berry. Barley Belly. Barley Belly. Barley Belly. Talk about names. Here's my other tweet I wanted to say. The football sack wrote, this is what um, – Son, why is my sister called Rose to his father? I love these tweets. Dad, because your mum loves roses. Son, thanks, Dad. No worries, Liam Reddy's performance in the 1899 A-League grand final shootout between Perth and Adelaide. Well, we did love it. We did love it. We love it. We love it. I mean, how can you get any better than that? As a goalkeeper, the icing on the cake, scoring one, saving one. Turning the game around for your team. Back from the brink. <laughs> Done. Can't wait for next week where yeah. it's boring as shit now. <laughs> exciting, exciting. Well, I'll be on the glory bandwagon, I think. I think you will, being yeah. a... I'm tipping glory. I'm tipping, vic- tipping vixens. Well, I'm a New South Welsh woman by birth, so potentially I might have to barrack for Sydney. And we're also playing the Perth team that week, so I... I actually don't know who I'll be going for until the game starts and I actually start barring for someone. Like I have no idea. That's what happens with me too. Like last year's AFL Grand Final, I was like, all right, maybe I'll support Collingwood. They're the only Victoria club. And halfway through the first quarter, I was like, come on, the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. It just, it just comes no. out. <laughs> no. <laughs> that still hurts my heart, that one. Um, well, well, I'm going to go Glory. Glory, Sydney, whoever. Well, let's Where my heart lies, I do not know, but I'll say Sydney because yeah. the punters Sydney, might not Sydney by two. Sydney by two, that's the no. our experts. <laughs> well, I just said that. That's our experts' opinion. So if you want to have a punt, gamble responsibly. We're going to shoot off and enjoy your week, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, whoever's listening, mum, Jacob, that's about it. Um, we'll Sarah. see you guys. Hi, Sarah. Oh, yeah, my friend Sylvia listens. Hi, Kat. Sylvia. Everyone, shout out to everyone, all 16 of you. All three people. <laughs> all right, everyone, enjoy your week and we'll see you next Tuesday. Adonis Catering. Bye. 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 <laughs>